Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. This is our Week 15 preview episode, also known as the Semifinals. I am your host, Bryant Catastrophic Corgan, joined, as always, by Andrew the Titanic, Dobius, and Brendan Pompey Pika. How's it hanging? I'm doing hey. good. Pape Pika, that really, that was a good flow there. I like that, that, that Yeah, that had a good uh, good ring to it. I, it I felt, that. felt pretty good. And I'll just tell you what the theme is this week. Yeah. They are disasters because yeah. week 14 what? was a fantasy football catastrophe. I apologize to everybody for not doing a week 14 recap episode. Life is picking up, as is the NFL season. So holiday season. Holiday season. Thank you all for your patience. We will do what we can to prepare you for week 15. Yeah, week 14. Uh, it was a, a rough week for my teams. Yeah. I am uh, unfortunately a victim of A.J. Brown from the Titans. So thank you very much for that. Shout out to Ian Corrigan, who took me out of the Barely Athletic League. I will hold it against you for. Let's give a quick shout out to Ryan Tannehill. Just keeping it up. Oh God, just the Titans vex me so. Oh, I love it. Love it. They're on fire right now. Someone else was on fire. Yeah. Andrew, I Mm -hmm. won our precog series last week. You did. My my coup de gras, if I may be so bold, big word picking Chiefs over the Patriots in Foxborough. I kind of forgot that I picked that. Um, mm-hmm. I was at Lambeau watching Aaron Rodgers and company take down Washington. So I, I really was in the dark with how the other games were going. And I'm thrilled to have crushed you once again. Yeah. Have you lost like four straight? <laughs> it, it, it was okay. It was two straight. Let's calm down there. It feels like it's two five. straight. Uh, yeah, we're all tied up 4-4 on the series. Three weeks left. So, you know, hopefully I can make some better picks this week. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm on fire, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna hopefully keep that going. Um, we're gonna, gonna have to figure out trying. a punishment for the loser because I'm start trying now. We've really built this up, and yeah. I just if I win, I just want to really, I don't know, like throw a golf ball at you or you throw a golf ball at me. Jeez, yeah, yeah, it seems appropriate. So we'll have to figure out Not a punishment like a for, whoever, <laughs> for whoever for whoever loses uh, the series. We'll, we'll get creative. Drop a bowling ball on my head. My God. Oh, that's that's another good one. I'll have to write that down. Because I'm not going to lose, so it doesn't matter. So since we did not do a week 14 recap, I thought it would be prudent to go through a list of notable injuries from week 14. It is so significant. I had to write them down and double check it. Yeah. I'm going to start. And I'm I'm not going to get too far into it. You check check it twice? I... I'm not going to go there with you, but that's pretty funny. Uh, (laughs) So let's break down wide receiver injuries from week 14. Devontae Parker, questionable with a concussion. He is still questionable going into the week. Will Fuller is limited. Missed last week with a hamstring issue. He is expected to play. Christian Kirk, limited with an ankle injury. Juju Smith-Schuster, was practicing, but he was downgraded today, Thursday. Uh, so he's still on the fence for this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett is good to go. Mike Evans, out for the season with a hamstring Big injury. Name. That is a, a kick in the pants for any Evans owner and perhaps a boon for a Godwin owner. Adam Thielen is expected to play. He was out with a hamstring injury. DJ Chark 
has a foot injury. He did not practice Wednesday. We will see how that goes. Uh, they mm-hmm. just promoted a wide receiver from the practice squad, so there's a chance it is not favorable. Alshon Jeffrey is done for the season with a foot injury. Marvin Jones done for the season with an ankle injury. Oh, Those are so two much. very big names. Uh, and Auden Tate done for the season. Not super important, yeah. but worth, <laughs> worth mentioning. Yep. That's that's a hefty wide receiver. That's, I mean, just, just the wide receivers. Just Mike Evans by himself yeah. is horrifying. Yep. I mean, um, Marvin Jones has been real yeah. good recently. Here are some running back updates. Josh Jacobs had a fractured shoulder. He is not ruled out for this upcoming week. He did get an MRI, and the results came back positive. So he could play, and he is expected to play. Um, but that, that's a pretty serious injury yeah. he's playing through. Delvin Cook practiced in full. He is good to go. James Conner is returning. He is good to go as well. Devontae Freeman has a knee injury. He did not practice this week but he did practice today on thursday so keep an eye on him see if he will be able to make it damien williams is back to practice for the chiefs with their rib injury Bilal powell is out he had his chance to shine last week and looked like he was going to but unfortunately he was taken away from us oh too soon ty montgomery was also <laughs> injured in his uh short tenure with the jets it is looking like Le'Veon Bell will be back next week. He was out last week with an illness. Uh, however, it did feel good enough to go bowling. Uh, that's not a joke. He was caught bowling, was like, but he didn't go to play it was football. Like 2 a.m. or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Go it's, bowling at like midnight. I mean, is that not what you do when you're sick? No. I just yeah. binge watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia or something like that. There you go. Darius Geis is out for the season. I saw this one live. It is a knee injury. MCL, he's out for the season. And probably the saddest news is Rashad Penny tore his ACL, and he is out for the rest of the season and potentially missing games at the start of next season. Mm -hmm. That's that's a tough one because he was playing phenomenally recently. Uh, So... I guess if there's a silver lining, it's for the Chris Carson owners. That backfield is now solid. That's me. Chris Carson. Yeah. Next up, we have the tight end injuries. Oh, gosh. A little bit shorter. Gerald okay. Everett, knee injury, still sidelined, um, but it could be Higby week once again. Vance McDonald is in concussion protocol. We will see if he has to play. Keep an eye on that. And Luke Wilson, uh, you may oh. not remember him. He was a hot topic for about a week. Uh, until yeah. he got hurt and lost his spot to Hollister. Um, I'm curious to see what this Wilson coming back will do. Hollister has been nothing short of fantastic. So we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on it. We'll see if this changes anything up. That is our extensive injury recap. Oh, so much. And that a lot a- of really big names. Yeah, uh, they saved I feel like, all the injuries to this week. Yeah, injuries really haven't been that bad this season. No. And then just slammed you all at once in in Um, the playoffs too like come on yeah i mean can you imagine if you have you know mike evans and marvin jones in the same team you are not feeling that hot right now that carried you those two players carried you the last couple weeks and now yeah yeah truly they're gone and i thought since this is since people are in semifinals i thought it would be fun if you and i shared some players who you know we were involved with personally, you know, yeah. we talk about every player. So a lot of people know our, our opinions on multiple players, but you know, I thought it'd be fun if we picked out some, some people we owned, we had shares in this season. 
So I picked out some hits. I picked out some misses. Let's start with the misses. Okay, let's do it. Because I, I'll, I'll end it on a high note. Okay. My personal losers that hurt my teams this year, Devontae Adams. He is yeah. the 35th overall wide receiver this season. He was supposed to be just a rock-solid top receiver. I really believed in him. Um, and he just really was a stinker this year. You know, you drafted him to be, I mean, you had to use some high draft capital to get this guy. Mm -hmm. He suffered with an injury. So, you know, can't necessarily blame him for that, but he only has three touchdowns this season. That's not great. That's not helping anybody. Andrew, what's your first player? Well, I'll kind of go along with a player like that where they, they were doing okay. And then they got injured. Um, That's carry on Johnson. There's a lot of hype around him this year. I thought he was going to be uh, be really good, and then he gets injured. Um, he only put up four touchdowns this season. Just really, really underwhelming performance by him. So that's my first one. Yeah, next up for me is I have Kamara in every single league. <laughs> and, well, I have Adams and Kamara in every single league. I uh, was thinking that was going to be a pretty killer combo at the start of the season. Uh, yeah. But Kamara, you know, he hasn't been awful. He's the 15th overall running back. So he, he has been somewhat valuable, kind of like David Johnson last year. But, man, he was injured as well, and he's been a completely yep. different person after the injury. And he only has one game this season with a touchdown. Oh. And in that one game, he had two touchdowns, which was great. But only one game this year with touchdowns. That's hard to wow. overcome. And I'm going to attribute my success rate in my leagues this year to Adams and Kamara doubled up playing them. That's all right. Uh, my next guy, I'll, I'll go with the big one. I'll go with the big name. Uh, that's Antonio Brown. Yeah. So that, that one's a pretty obvious one. I don't really need to explain too much about that. I mean, I think he was my second overall pick. Um, very, very disappointing. I thought that, him and Derek Carr, I think he, I thought he could make Derek Carr look like a good quarterback, or at least a decent one. Um, that didn't work out. Then he went to New England, had a great first game, got really excited there. Then they dropped him, and I, I don't <laughs> so know did what, the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. He's the most bipolar person I've ever seen. One minute he's apologizing, next minute he's throwing shade at people. So, geez, man, yeah, he he really let me down. I think, unfortunately, there might be some brain injury there. Yeah. My final personal, uh, I guess, victimization is the Buccaneers running backs. I was so excited for this Buccaneer offense. Love Bruce Arians. Love Mike Evans. Love Chris Godwin. I knew this offense was going to be just awesome this year. And they really have been. However, in almost every single one of my leagues... I had both Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber because I'm like, I know one of these guys, once they're the starter, is going to have some severe fantasy football value. And I'm right. If the Buccaneers running back were were one person, they would have had 12 touchdowns this season. (laughs) They've been great. You just never know who it's going to be. They flip-flop. Barber has a good week. Jones has a good week. And you just you can't use both spots with the Buccaneers running back. Mm-hmm. So that that one's that has hurt me. You never know who to start, and when you do start somebody, it's the wrong person. Yeah. So the split has been torture, and that is a personal loss of mine. All right. This next one's a pretty good one. 
pretty pretty happy about this one. Uh, I picked a man who scored a total of five point eight fantasy points this season. He's got a, a whopping four receptions, four receptions for eighteen yards, and that is who I thought would be the wide receiver two for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dante Moncrief. Oh, gone so he, soon. <laughs> he was very bad. He just got picked up. Uh, or he was yeah, he was waived by the Carolina Panthers. Um, last oh, friday man. still oh, yeah, yeah. i expect some big things by by uh moncrief first game got seven receiving yards and then he didn't play until the sixth game 11 receiving yards and that is it that's yeah, all he's gotten that's season. all she wrote four receptions 18 yards dante moncrief man Yuck. well now let's take a victory lap let's personal winners i'll start with i'm gonna start with josh allen I was really excited about Josh Allen. Uh, I thought he's a lot better than what people thought. And even though he's not the, the prettiest passer or the most technical or accurate quarterback, the guy is fun and good at football. He has rewarded people who drafted him. He is the fifth overall quarterback in fantasy football because of his high floor with his rushing. He is Lamar Jackson light. I dig him. He is just mm-hmm. the mayonnaise of football. I dig it. Josh Allen, fifth overall. Thank you. There you go. I will stick with the quarterback as well. Um, drafted him in about the 10th round, maybe eighth. Uh, Lamar Jackson. He has, yep. be- I mean, I don't need to say much about yeah, him. You don't. He is you know, like the second best fantasy player this year. Best quarterback by far. About to break the record for most r- rushing yards in a season by a quarterback. I mean, better than Patrick Mahomes last season. Better than Mahomes last season. He is insane uh and i took a chance on him thinking that he, he's gonna have a good year being one of those rushing quarterbacks and all uh glad, glad to say i was right yeah. so if yeah. you listen to every other episode here i i don't think there's been an episode where i don't talk about how i'm excited that i drafted lamar jackson in the majority yeah. of my leagues and rightfully so mm-hmm. my next winner is john brown i have him in every single league and that has been pretty profitable this season uh, up until recently. However, he is the 18th overall wide receiver. I picked him up in two auction leagues for a dollar. And then I drafted him in like the 10th round of another league. He is somebody that people, people weren't really excited about this Buffalo offense, but they mm-hmm. showed there's some real value there. John Brown, man, you helped me out big this season from nothing to everything. You're my boy. Nice. I'll go wide receiver. Uh, as well, I went with Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, again, another player that I had very high hopes for coming into the season. He is currently the sixth best wide receiver this year. Um, I think he's one out of the nine receivers this year to break a thousand yards so far. Um, and with the Mike Mike Evans injury, Amari Cooper is going to bump up into fifth uh, in the next couple weeks. He's projected to, I should say. Who knows what's going to happen? But Amari Cooper. Uh, 70 receptions for over a thousand yards, eight TDs. He's been a star player on my team. Yeah, no, that was a great pick by you. Uh, my final one is the one I'm most proud of Chris Godwin. And I I'll take half credit because I knew he was going to be better than what he's being drafted for. I knew he was in line for breakout. However, Holy cow. He has been a, just a supernova this season. He is the second highest scoring wide receiver. Wow. I did not expect that. I will be honest. Um, I'm a huge fan 
huge fan of Bruce Arians. And like I said, I knew this Buccaneers offense was going to be on fire. I had no idea to what extent. Chris Godwin, man, you are a league maker, second overall wide receiver. Thank you, sir. Uh, My last one is Cooper Cup, the seventh best wide receiver this year in fantasy points. Um, I, we, we both knew me, me and Brian both knew that Cooper cup would be the best receiver on the Rams this year. We liked him over woods and, uh, cooks. If I'm correct, right. Do you also believe that? I Cup's will be honest. Be I do not remember. Uh, I do sure remember liking be. cup a lot though. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially in a PPR league. Um, and he's just, I didn't know that he was going to be the entire offense. With them not giving the ball as much to Gurley and with the other two receivers underperforming, Coop uh, was really the only good player on that team up to the last like two weeks where they've been playing a little better. But yeah, Cooper Cup is another good one. I dig it. Those are some players that we have stock in this year and how they affected us. The first game we're going to preview is going to be a exciting one. Divisional rivals who know each other very well. It is the Chicago Bears taking on the Green Bay Packers. Andrew, break down the Bears for me. Well, uh, they're coming off a really good win against the Cowboys. (laughs) I don't know what to think of them right now because they just beat the Cowboys 31-24 last week. Uh, That was weird because I thought the Cowboys were actually going to be good this season. It is not weird because Mitch Trubisky is awesome. He stepped it up. This is who I thought I was getting. When I made the prediction he was going to finish as a top five, not prediction, a player who was drafted outside the top 10 that could finish as a top five. This is the Mitch Trubisky I thought we were getting. He was amazing against the Cowboys. He's rushing. He's passing. Mm Mm-hmm. He's doing what he needs to do to be amazing at quarterback. Yeah, a little bit and, too late, <laughs> and I'm not going to trust him. I would no, not start him by any stretch. I, I would not either. But I would yeah. not be shocked if he has a fantastic game against this beatable Packers defense. Absolutely, yes. Packers are the 25th best rushing defense and the 21st best passing defense. Uh, that's not that great. Trubisky, <laughs> if, he, if he keeps up the form that he's having, uh, he should have a pretty good game. Um, yeah, which means Allen Robinson. I think his value goes up a lot. And uh, that's actually really about it for the receiving core because I don't have faith <laughs> in Anthony Miller or anyone else there. But Yeah, no, it's it's semifinals. You know, you were mm-hmm. not looking at fringe players. We're looking at, you know, starters. Yeah. Uh, Trubitsky, I would not start. However, no, I wouldn't. The level of which he's playing really does elevate Allen Robinson. He has four touchdowns in his last three games. He's on fire. Mm-hmm. I expect Trubisky to be good enough this game to continue Allen Robinson's success. I agree. You're starting Robinson with confidence. Other than him, he's the only receiving option that I'm interested in. Oh, yeah. When it comes to the I'm run game, David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. These are still fringe players, and I I pity the player who needs to use these guys uh, in their lineups this week. But I I don't know how I feel. I know how leaky the Green Bay Packers defense is. You know, we saw AP and Geis just demolish this Packers team last week. Mm -hmm. I literally saw them in person. Yeah. And it's not a good rushing defense. I think Tariq Cohen and Montgomery can be – pretty fine flex plays this week i I do think montgomery a lot more yeah if i had to rank them it would be montgomery before cohen 
but Cohen's got that speed and that, you know, elusiveness. And that's what mm-hmm. the Packers really struggle with. And that's what Geis showed last week. Granted, uh, I do like Montgomery more. He'll be more involved. He'll get the workload. But after seeing what Trubisky has been doing, I think they're going to continue to feed to his, to his strengths. Um, yeah. And that's going to be a lot of read option, a lot of running around. And that benefits the run game. You know, we've seen, we've seen it with Mark Ingram this year. And we've seen it with players in the past. So I do like Montgomery as a strong flex. Tariq Cohen is in PPR. I like him as much as Montgomery. Okay. Uh, but in standard, I would have uh, Montgomery way, way, way further ahead yeah, than Cohen. Absolutely. But Cohen in standard, you know, I think he's a fine lower end flex. Yeah, I think in he's he's a little more of a desperation flex for me uh, in a standard, but I'm not gonna argue with you if you put him in that flex position. And he is a he is a desperation play. However, yeah. we've seen this Packers defense, you know, give life to offenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've seen it as a Packer fan. You know, we we have trouble containing playmakers. And so, you, if you need points this week, if you're if if you want to play that high risk, high reward, Cohen could be that guy. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, over to the Packers side of the ball. The Bears do have uh, a competent offense, but they also have a really good defense. Yeah. Their rushing defense is seventh best in the NFL. Passing defense is 13th best. If you made it this far with Aaron Rodgers, congratulations. Um, the era of Green Bay Packer being fantasy football nirvana is over. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is a sit this week. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and it pains me to say that. Um, I had it Aaron Rodgers brings me joy in a lot of places this year, and it's it's hurt. Um, yeah, you can start Devonte Adams. Uh, he was downgraded today on Thursday um, because of his toe issue. However, it does appear that it's more of a, a maintenance thing and not a serious danger of missing the game. So Devonte Adams, I'd have as a wide receiver too this week. Yep, me too. Other than him, uh, I don't want Graham. And I don't no, want any other receiving option. No, no, uh, I'm, I'm done with receivers for the Packers. Yeah, no, truly, me too. Uh, when it comes to run game, Aaron Jones has been great. He had a huge game last week against yep. Washington. However, the Bears are not Washington. I'm still starting Jones. He is a locked and loaded running back one. He's getting the workload mm-hmm. and he's being great with it. However, how do you feel about Jamal Williams? Uh, he's he's a sit for me this week. Yeah. The- amazing bears defense yeah i'm with you too you know i I think he could have a a big play or two however once again it's semifinals, so i'm not gonna not gonna roll that dice yeah i think it's jones adams and that's about it that's that's hard to say these two teams give me the packers oh man this is where it gets tough already starting out tough because on paper it, it looks like the bears should win because oh they got a better God, defense. Their offense have been performing, but the issue is it's at Lambeau and it's Aaron Rodgers. That's the issue. The, if it wasn't at Lambeau, I would go the bears, oh but Lord. green Bay in Lambeau is just a completely different team than green Bay away. So I got to go Packers on this. Ooh, you're playing scared in your predictions. I'm not playing scared. I'm playing smart. Oh, you're playing scared. Playing Next smart. up, we have the new England Patriots versus the resurgent Cincinnati Bengals. Probably the two best quarterbacks we've ever seen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tom Brady taking on the Red Rifle himself, Andy Dalton. Oh, starting with the Patriots side of the ball. 
this is a, a different Patriots team than we've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom Brady does not look Tom Brady-esque. You know, the running game doesn't look great. Um, yeah, it, it's really... Julian Edelman, I'd start with confidence. Mm-hmm. Even against the lowly Bengals, the rushing defense is 32nd best. Passing That's defense so is 19th best. This is a bad Bengals team. However, you know, I'm not playing Brady. No. I'm... I don't want to play Michelle. I'm not he has Michelle. been bad this year. This is this is a drool worthy matchup, Andrew. I mean, are you are yeah. you flexing Michelle? I'm not. He's actually one of my sits of the week. Oh man. So I'm I'd be not, tempted. Um, I'm not doing Michelle. James White. I'm excited about. Wh- I why? This is this is a this has <laughs> Michelle game written all over it. So you would it, start. You. <laughs> I would start James White over Sony Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I was kind of thinking you'd talk me into it. It's, oh, okay. Well, James White was involved more last week in the rushing game. He got more carries than Sony Michelle. Plus, he's involved in the passing game way more than Sony Michelle. So the only thing that Sony Michelle had going for him is that he got more carries on the ground, but he's not doing that anymore. It's been <sighs> more James White. Rex Burkhead got more carries than Sony Michelle and did more with the ball than Sony Michelle. So Sony Michelle is just a no for me. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's the New England Patriots carousel of running backs. We have seen it for a decade. You know, you don't know who it's going to be. Is it going to be mm-hmm. LeGarrette Blunt, Burkhead? You know, I'm trying to think of all the other people he's oh, thrown man. back there. Yeah, uh, Stephen Ridley. I mean, there's been so many players. So somebody's going to have a great day um, against the Bengals. Somebody's going to break out. It's if so I had true. to choose one, I would choose James White. Yeah. Um, but he would be a flex at best. And mm-hmm. even that I don't feel great about. Uh, yeah, weird. Edelman, I have as a strong wide receiver one. He Star. should have a field day against the Bengals. Yeah. I think that's it, that's it, honestly, from this Patriots team. That is it. Yeah, once again, Packers and Patriots are no longer the mecca of fantasy football points. Mm-hmm. The end of an era. Over to the Bengals side of the ball. Unfortunately Ooh. for Andy Dalton... The Patriots are a really tough matchup. Their rushing defense is fourth best in the NFL. Passing defense is second best. And Andy Dalton, as much as I love him, as much as America loves him, he is no Patrick Mahomes. He is not an elite quarterback. No Deshaun Watson. I am sitting every single Bengal. Yeah, especially the receiving core. I mean, we got injuries and then Tyler Boyd's going up against Stefan Gilmore. Uh, I definitely do not believe that Tyler Boyd has the ability to beat Gilmore. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's kind a of a given. Call. Yeah. Um, I, I think Joe Mixon, you could say is a would desperation. You be, would you be bold enough to say, sit Joe Mixon? I, I don't, he's been having a good couple weeks. <laughs> I don't know. If I would, so I actually have Joe Mixon on my team. Now I kept him in in the flex position, just because he's been having a couple good weeks. Um, oh, not a couple good weeks. He's been he's been he's since been like week ten. Fantastic recently. Yeah, since yeah. week ten, since their bye week, he's been doing actually really good, and he's performed against great defenses like Baltimore. He put up over a hundred yards. Um, got a touchdown against the New York Jets, who have a great rushing Ooh. defense. 
Jets have a great rushing defense. Their passing defense is terrible. Pretty good. Put up 146 yards and a touchdown last week. I he's playing hot. I gotta I I gotta start him. Yeah, I I certainly see where we're coming from. I'm not going to tell you to sit Joe Mixon. He's he's a fantastic running back, and really anytime he touches the ball, he's a threat for a big play. So yeah. I think he is much more flex than regular starter this week. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely lower your expectations. He could finish the game with 60 yards, no touchdown. Yep. This Be is prepared a really... for him to lose you the week. Yeah, this is a really stout Patriots defense. However, there's not a whole lot of other flex options I would choose over Joe Mixon. You're really choosing talent this week over opportunity. Yeah. And that's it for the Bengals. These two teams give me the Patriots. Easy Patriots. Easy pick. Next up, this one might not be as easy. Seattle Seahawks taking on the Carolina Panthers, starting with the Seahawks side of the ball. Rashad Penny is out for the season with an ACL tear. This backfield is in Carson's hands. Unless he fumbles it away. <laughs> I mean, who else are they going to give it to? Yeah, no, it's CJ it'll be. Oh, yeah, nope. It, it is the Chris yeah. Carson, Chris Carson show. He's a locked and loaded. Good week. Yeah. He's going to have an amazing week. Uh, I did not make him my start of the week, but he could legitimately be, uh, you know, one of the top running backs this week. I agree. Yeah. Um, this Panthers defense isn't quite what we were expecting it to mm. be at the start of the season. Their rushing defense is atrocious. It is, it's terrible. They've just been getting yeah. gouged week after week after week. They got carved up last week by Devontae Freeman, right? Yep, yep. They got they got beaten up. Uh, to put things into perspective, Panthers rushing defense is the 29th best. They give up on average 139 rushing yards a game. Yeah, and that's to the average running back. So mm-hmm. I think Chris Carson is above average. I think he should feast. I think he's going to be a top three running back this week. Yeah, so I say start him if you got him yards, for show. 150 yards TD. That's what I'm calling for him. Tyler Lockett is expected to play. Um, you're, I, I feel strongly you should play DK Metcalf. Um, Me too. However, Tyler Lockett is a question mark. He's coming back from an injury. I think you start him. You know, he is that game breaking mm-hmm. talent. Uh, and he's shown when he is in the lineup, he's getting the targets. You know, he's when he's been out, DK Metcalf has been the primary. But I think with Lockett being back and at full health, I think he's going to go back to doing Tyler Lockett things. Yeah. And we've seen it this season. He is an absolute game changer. So, Tyler Lockett, I'm starting. Um, granted it's a little more risky because of the injury. Um, but yeah. you know, I think he has a, a pretty reasonable floor, uh, considering his involvement in the offense. Russell Wilson has been a fantasy dud in the second half of this season. He started out incredibly hot and he really did kind of blind people. You know, he's mm-hmm. been bad for a series of weeks now. Uh, and if you've been starting him, you've been losing, you know, he's Talk really let people down. Yeah, truly. Well, okay, I'm not going to go that oh, far. Yeah, we're not going to go that far either, but he's still amazing. I would be tempted to sit him this week. I think that they're going to run all over the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think they're really going to need Wilson to do that much. I think Wilson I will be there. efficient. You know, I think he can I think he'll throw like two touchdowns, but I don't think he's going to get a lot of yardage. Yeah, I I could say that I I think he's only getting a one touchdown. I think Seahawks are going to take an early lead and just run the ball most of the game. 
Yeah, and that, that's truly what I expect. So I, I would sit Wilson if I have him. That might feel yeah. gross, um, but there's look better at the stats. Yeah, there's better streamable quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. Other than that, you know, the tight end scenario is a little weird right now. Um, but Panthers are actually pretty decent against tight ends. So, you know, with I'll, I'll put it this way. If um, Luke Wilson is not playing... I would have Hollister as a low tight end one, but if Wilson is active, I would not start either tight end in this matchup. Yeah, I, I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them yeah. right now. So. Well, that is fair. Over to the Panthers side of the ball. This Seahawks defense is not what it used to be. Uh-uh. Uh, and these no defenses are almost exactly flipped. The Seahawks have a pretty decent rush defense terrible passing defense mm-hmm. Panthers have a terrible rushing defense and a serviceable passing defense so the Seahawks are giving up a insane amount of points through the air they're a very beatable matchup for receivers you're starting DJ Moore he's a stud he yeah. should have a huge game against the Seahawks team I think even Curtis Samuel is a play this week if you want to risk it yeah I would go Curtis Samuel <sighs> I don't even think it's a risk. You know, this, this Seahawks def- passing defense is yeah. atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just like we're saying, we're excited for Chris Carson. Yeah. You know, that's just, it's almost, it's not almost, it's identical on the receiving end. So I think Curtis yeah. Samuel is a, a, a pretty, pretty solid flex this week. Yeah. He's We've one seen of those good players. He's one of those good players where you can, this week where you can start him and he could potentially win you the league. Cause he's got, He's got huge upside in this game. Yeah, and he's got a very efficient floor. He can do a lot with three or four catches. So I think I think Curtis Samuel's a fine flex. DJ Moore is a stud of a start. Yep. Kyle Allen is an interesting stream. Uh, I think you can think about it. However, I would not do it. I'd much yeah. rather have uh, other other streamers. And um, I do. But he's he's in the conversation. You know, the Seahawks team is beat up through the air, uh, and I think that they're going to need to play catch up. Uh-huh. Greg Olson is questionable with a concussion. Even if he plays, please do not start him. And nope. you're starting Christian McCaffrey. That's easy. These two that teams. Yeah. Oh man, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going with the birds as well. Yeah, I think this Panthers team is uh, a boat without any utter. <laughs> an utter. <laughs> What? I don't know what word I'm thinking An of. Or? No, because there's a little thing in the back of a boat where yeah. you. I think it's a rudder. A rudder. Rudder. It's a rudder. There I'm we thinking go. Thinking of a rudder. Yeah. I am sorry for my now I'm dyslexia. Nothing of a boat with udders. It's pretty hard to milk a boat. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's well, great. you know what else is utterly funny? Yeah. What? Is I'm it? picking the Seahawks. What about yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks. No doubt. Man. We are on the same page, and I don't uh, like it. But we have to be smart, Andrew. This is for the lead. This, it's this for the lead, way. and I got a feeling that we might have a uh, split decision oh on this gosh. next matchup. Just saying. This next game is my early prediction for best game of the week. There yeah. is a lot on the line. These are division rivals, both really potent teams. We have mm-hmm. the Houston Texans taking on the Tennessee Titans. Man, this is this is gonna be a yeah, good one. I'm excited. It's gonna be a great one. These are really bad passing defenses and really good passing offenses. And Starting with really the really good quarterbacks. And okay, 
one really good quarterback and one really good liar. Oh, Deshaun Watson's not that bad, dude. Get out of here. Starting with the Texans. Deshaun Watson, stardom. Titans have a terrible pass defense, 25th best in the NFL. Very generous. When it comes to receiving options, you're starting Hopkins. You don't need me to tell you that. Mm -hmm. Will Fuller is questionable. He missed last week with a hamstring injury. He is notorious for making a huge 60-yard catch and then clutch his hamstring, and you don't see him again. However, when he's healthy, there's not another player I can think of that is – as good per catch as Will Fuller. If he's bust, if he's active, I'm starting him. I think he it's risky, but if you it's need a if risky, you need a big man. time play, he's my boy. I, I think he could have a great week if he plays. I don't know. I I wouldn't do it. That's because I, you have no balls. It's too risky. Listen, he's he's dealing with a hamstring injury, right? He can re injure that in one play. So uh, can he's anybody. Only, he's only I know, so that's why I don't want to do it. Uh, he's had only two good games this season. One of them, he put up 140 yards. The other one, he put up 217 yards and three touchdowns. The only Pretty touchdowns good. he got this season was in that one game. Um, I I don't have enough faith in in Fuller to start him. I think I think he's he's off my roster for me. Yeah, I'm flexing Will Fuller. If he's active, he's gonna have a great game. That's the inconsistency, man. I don't like. Mark my words. Something when it comes to the running game, season, man. Andrew, no. break down the Texan run game for me because it makes me ill. Well, it's it's starting to make me ill too because I'm a big fan of Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson keeps getting uh, a lot of the carries. He's in the passing game as well. But um, I Titans have a good running running defense. Uh, they're the 10th best rushing defense in the league. So it is going to be a tougher matchup um, for Carlos Hyde. I would still flex him uh, very hesitantly just because he's getting most of the workload for Houston. Uh, but I wouldn't expect uh, – I, I wouldn't put a high ceiling on him. So Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, I would not want to be in a position to start Carlos Hyde this week. Yeah. And if you are, my condolences. That's, that's not a very strong start. It's not a good matchup. <clears throat> Uh, Darren Fells, I don't have much interest in. Um, how do you feel? No, I'm he he didn't have a good game last week. Yeah, with, we've seen his floor, uh, and his floor is zero. So, yeah, yeah, I'm Fuller coming back at full health. I there's just one more person to throw to instead of Fells. Yeah, I mean, you would rather start Higby, uh, over yeah. oh, yeah, over Fells. So Absolutely, that's that's kind of where we're talking. Yeah, uh, over to the Titans side of the ball. Ryan Tannehill should blow up this MVP. week. Uh, the Texans have a horrid passing defense. They're somehow worse than the Titans. 27th best in the NFL, and they're only getting worse. Uh, they're mm-hmm. getting – they got tore up last week by Drew Locke. Uh, so that was fun. That's a beatable matchup. If Drew Locke can just carve you up, I am excited for Tannehill. I think Tannehill yeah. is a top five, top six quarterback this week he's still owned in less than 50 percent of the leagues and i think he is the best streaming quarterback that you can have this week not even stream he's, he's well like he should be on one. your team yeah yeah he should be on your team he should be on your team and started honestly yeah. i think only lamar jackson is someone i'd start over him yeah that's that's a good point um as far as receiving options aj brown 
is the only That's, wide receiver yeah. I'd want. The only yeah. receiver on this team that I'd be looking at. He is very up and down. You know, he is not mm-hmm. consistent. Um, very Deshaun Jackson-esque. But he's young. Uh, and yeah. it's he's developing this chemistry with Tannehill. And this is a horrible, horrible defense that he's going up against. So I would start A.J. Brown as a Hail Mary flex. Uh, and I think his floor is fine. I think he has a floor of about 50 to 60 yards. So I like him way more than Fuller this week. Way more. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm with you. I would mm-hmm. I would play AJ Brown over Wolf Fuller this week, especially because there's not the, the whole injury situation. Yeah. And um, yeah, AJ Brown's a player. Yeah, I, I, don't, on that. I don't think that's that wasn't as yeah, big of a as a statement as I thought it was. <laughs> as I said it out loud, I was like, wait, that kind of just makes sense. It's hard I'm to argue when the other person agrees. One over a wide receiver two, that's questionable. Yeah. He's oh my god. Anyway. He's not a wide receiver one, like in fantasy football or on the team? On a team. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, on wait, no, hold on. The, I have issues. Wide receiver one for the Titans. Okay. Rock on. Uh you're starting Derrick Henry. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing difficult there. These yep. two teams. Yeah. You're choosing the Titans. Oh yeah. <sighs> you gonna you gonna take a risk? Wow, I uh I know we're recording live and I don't yeah. want to make this difficult for everybody listening to us. Hey, that's okay. We got time. Andrew. Yeah. Give me the Texans. Yes. 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 I, uh, I trust wow. Deshaun Watson and Deandre Hopkins over Tannehill Oof. and AJ Brown. This is where you're going to be wrong. All right, Brendan tiebreaker. <laughs> Who so, do you think is going to win? I'm riding the Tennessee wave, bro. Yeah, I don't Let's like go. what I've seen from the the Texans recently, and I love what I've been seeing from the Titans recently. Apart, I should say, apart from the New England uh, game, game with yeah. Houston, yeah. but Even uh, that, I'm yeah. riding the the Tennessee wave. Yes. Well, Brendan, That's not cool. to uh, poke you too much, but you're coming off of a cold streak from last week's prediction. So hey, honestly, that gotta, makes me feel a little bit better. To be fair, this is why I'm not an analyst. This is why I'm a producer. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, just man. saying. I'm going to just, Titans are on a four-game win streak right now. They can win this game. They're going to be top of the AFC South. It's going to be amazing. See, that's honestly part of the reasoning why I'm choosing the Texans. The Titans don't know how to win. <laughs> they're kind of like the Vikings. Oh, when they're in the lead, they're like, uh wait what's going on yeah oh, okay i'll give you that when the when the spotlight's on them they kind of they're, the, they're the southern vikings that's yeah. that's what they are they're the vikings that's why the i like them so much that makes Man. a whole lot of sense ryan so Tannehill is basically kirk cousins yeah next up yeah. we have the miami dolphins taking on the new york giants game of the week starting with the dolphins Devontae parker is still in the concussion protocol he is questionable who should have been a playoff hero is unfortunately turning into a playoff stinker because of injury, not not necessarily his fault. Mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, do you think he's a reasonable stream this week? Uh, I, he's reasonable. I guess that's a good way to put it. He's reasonable <laughs> going up against a 26th, 26th best passing defense in the league in the New York Giants. Um, it does concern me that Devontae Parker is out because that's been the only good receiver on that team. Um, so I would feel more comfortable streaming them if Parker wasn't injured dealing with that concussion. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Would you rather start Ryan Fitzpatrick or Carson Wentz? Oh, geez. 
Uh, so we're talking ooh, Fitzpatrick versus Carson Wentz. Um, I would do Carson Wentz. Interesting. Without Alshon Jeffrey. Without Alshon Jeffrey, I just – oh, man. No, no, I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. I'm going Fitzpatrick over Carson Wentz just because the Giants' defense is worse than the Redskins. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, and also, you know, Devontae Parker is questionable, so there's a chance he can play. Yeah. But if he doesn't Jeff- play, Alan Hearns will be the number one receiver. And he's not amazing, but he's serviceable. So, yep. you know, I think Fitzpatrick is a, a back-end, uh, I'll say a high-end QB2 this week. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be excited to start him, um, but I think in two-quarterback league, he could be fine. Yeah. Um, as far as the run game, it is in the hands of, I believe, Philip Laird. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I do know that I am not Patrick. interested. Patrick? Patrick oh my god. Yeah. Patrick Layard. I just assumed it was Philip. Yeah. Patrick Layard, 15 carries, 48 rushing yards last week. Got four receptions for 38 <laughs> yards as well. Eh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not interested. Um yeah. you know, the rushing defense for the Giants is not all that great. Uh but we're in semifinals. I mean, if you're starting yeah. Patrick Lard, you're in trouble. Probably shouldn't be in the finals if you're. Yeah, well, congratulations so, yeah. if you made it this far um, with him. That's my first question. But yeah, no, you know what? If you believe in him, you know, I know somebody who is trying to decide between Adrian Peterson and uh, P. Lard this week. Uh, she's going with Lard. So yeah, I would go. I would actually do that as well. Yeah, no. Um, you know, there's situations where it makes sense. Yep. I wouldn't that be excited about it, uh, but he. He will be involved. He is the main ball carrier for the Dolphins, yeah. and that is inherently valuable. Other than that's that, it. on this Dolphins team, that that sums it up. Mike Kosicki, yeah. any interest? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I just uh, mm-hmm. he hasn't done enough to impress me. I gave him the chance. He let me down. Well, and you are historically hard to impress. Yeah, that's why you don't have a girlfriend. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That is the, the reason. only reason. Yeah. It's the only reason. On the other side, we have the New York Giants. Uh, Saquon Barkley is obviously playing hurt. Uh, however, you're starting him. You know he he is a yeah. stud, and I think even sixty percent of Saquon Barkley is better than three Patrick Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even with the year that Barkley's having. Still, yeah, yeah, you're starting him. Still going to be better. Uh, other than him, Sterling Shepard. You know, I, I think is is a fine play. I think he's wide receiver three. He is the mm-hmm. wide receiver one on this team. Slayton though, Slayton's been he's been fire. Slayton has I would, been I would good. Put Slayton higher than Shepard. You would okay. They're very close. They're like it, they're probably in the same spot for me. But if I had to choose between those two, I'd put Slayton, um, just because he's been having a better couple games. And Daniel Jones should be back this week, and we know that Slayton is Daniel Jones' favorite. So. Yeah, they are very close, um, but I do have Shepard just a titch above um, because I, I think I do expect Eli Manning to play this week. Ooh, well, I mean, Slayton had a really good game with Eli Manning at quarterback. No, so. I'm not not denying that. I just no. say I, I think Shepard is, is the go-ahead guy uh, okay. for this team. I think he's still the wide receiver one. Yeah, either way, I don't find I don't think a lot of people are going to have both of them on their team, Slayton and Shepard, but right. yeah. it's a toss-up. It is a toss-up. Um, Andrew, what's the status on Ingram? Uh, it, he's expected to play is what I got from that. He was limited in practice, um, but it sounds like he is going to play. 
So if he does play, I would start him just because he's that good. Um, but that he's going to be a game time decision is what I'm what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, I think this is a team of flexes. Um, I think Slayton is a flex. Shepard, you know, I said a wide receiver too. I think he's going to be a high-end flex. I changed my mind yeah. too. I think he's going to be a high-end wide receiver three. And Evan Ingram, if he plays, he has a real chance here. The Dolphins are so bad. They're the 30th best running defense and 23rd best passing defense, which translates to these Dolphins are no good. So truly, I think it's yeah. I think it's a battle of the flexes. You know, Saquon Barkley's he's a locked-in starter, Obviously so you don't need to worry flex. about that. Um, but no, Slayton and Shepard, I think, could be reasonable flexes. Uh, mm-hmm. And Ingram... You know, I, I don't think he's a slam dunk play, uh, but you know he's talented. He's a talented player, and if he's healthy, he could he could be a difference maker. I yeah. would have him as a high end tight end too. Me too. Yeah, that's where I got him there. He's just that good. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Anybody else worth mentioning? No. No. It's luckily we're at that point in the season where we just know who's good and we know who's not. So that is a fair point. These two teams give me the giants. Yeah. Giants. The swan song for Eli Manning plays on. Hopefully he can get a W next up. We have the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington professional football franchise. Starting with the Eagles, Alshon Jeffrey is out for the rest of the season. Nelson Aguilar is dealing with injuries, but he's expected to play. Carson Wentz is dealing with a just atrocious, atrocious uh, receiving core. I don't think yeah. I've seen. I don't think there's a worse one in the NFL, honestly. It's borderline to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, it's close, but it's, man, yeah, yeah I would really rather have the Ravens uh, receiving options. Down. However, yeah. bright side, mm-hmm. Zach Ertz. Oh yeah, Zach I mean, Ertz has come back in a major way. He's a start. This Washington team. Their strength on defense is the passing defense. They are borderline top 10 uh, pass defense, but that's because yeah. teams can run on them. You know, <laughs> the reason there's just not a lot of people throwing on them, which uh-huh. is why they have such a good pass defense in numbers. So I think this is going to be a great Miles Sanders game. Jordan Howard is still dealing with injuries. I'm not expecting him to play. I, I don't touch him. Yeah, Sanders, I think, is a, I think he's a strong running back too this week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can finally get the hundred rushing yards that I want. Hopefully he hasn't done it. That'll be an early Christmas present for it's you. Such a good matchup for him. It's been a good matchup three weeks in a row. He's gotten so close. Yeah. Ertz is a start. Um, oh, you know, Ertz is. And, and I think Sanders is a start, but I think that's it for the Eagles. I'm not yeah. streaming once. He has no weapons. Uh, I'm not I'm, starting Goddard. Nope. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really it. That was pretty easy over to Washington's side of the ball. This is where it gets interesting. This is not a good football franchise. However, the Eagles have been struggling through the air recently. Their passing defense is 17th best in the NFL. However, they have been getting torched these last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I think Scary Terry is a legit, uh, I think he's a high-end wide receiver three this week. We yep. saw him get it done against the Packers last week. Yep. Haskins... Not a great quarterback. However, Terry is a phenomenal wide receiver. So yeah. I think they're going to need to throw against this Eagles team. I, I think Adrian Peterson is going to struggle against a, mm-hmm. I'd say, a, a pretty elite rushing defense. Yeah. 
Peterson's a sit, uh, but I think McLaurin's a start. I think McLaurin could be that player uh, that can win you the league this week. So. Whoa, I would not go that far at all. I I think that he can he can holy cow put up some big numbers. What do you it say could be are big numbers? Big numbers, uh, a hundred plus on a TD. Wow, those are hundred plus yards on a TD. Yeah, I think that it that he has that much upside that he can do that. Yeah, so. I think he'll have a number like he did last week, sixty yards, 60 and I'm hoping a touchdown, which you're gonna be happy with. So <laughs> absolutely, start him. These two teams. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles. It's in Washington, to be fair. It's in Washington. So, wow. I'm. You know what? Something in my heart says, "Give me Washington." Wow. wow. Give me Washington. I feel it. I think this is going to be their week. Wow. Uh, all right. Well. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna have to go against you again, Brian. I'm going with the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Hey, listen, props to you, man. You, you gotta, you know, gotta take a risk to win on these predictions. Well, so I mean, I just want to point out week. who was right with the Bengals. Yeah, in their first game of the season, who was I'm right? Give it to you, man. Yeah, no, I, I don't, That's... I can't tell you what it is, but in my heart. I think Haskin. I think Haskin shows up. You got to take the risk to win these predictions. So next up, we have the Broncos taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in what should be a very interesting real life game. I think yeah. a less than exciting fantasy football game. Uh, there's some excitement. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. there's one one player that I'm super excited for. Starting with the Broncos, uh, Drew Locke has been nothing short of fantastic since he took over as starting quarterback. I'm not going to give credit to Elway just yet. Um, however, he really has elevated Cortland Sutton. Uh, Sutton had a disappointing week last week. However, I think he gets it done against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been very good uh, pass defense recently, shockingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would only limit my excitement to Corl- Cortland Sutton uh, and that's it when it comes to receiving yeah. options. No Noah Fant. Yeah. None of that. Cortland Sutton, because uh, Chiefs do have a great passing defense, like you said, 12th best in the league. And they're getting but better. I mean, it's, they it really better. is yeah. resurgent. That's the important it's, thing. Uh, on the upswing. Yeah. That they're, is they're the important hot. thing. But the Chiefs' rushing defense, 28th best, that's not doing so hot. That's why I'm excited about Philip Lindsay this week. Yeah, I think he's going to have a great week. I think he's a running back two with running back one upside. Yes. Um, the way you beat the Chiefs is by slowing it down and keeping the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Uh, and that's yep. a game for Philip Lindsay. Philip mm-hmm. Lindsay is a strong wide receiver. Or <laughs> probably not wide receiver. Could a strong a running receiver. back this week. I think he's going to be an RB2. Like I said, with RB1 upside with his mm-hmm. agility. I dig it. Give me something yeah. uh, and give me Lindsay. Yep. Over to the Chiefs' side of the ball. You're starting Mahomes. Uh, This is a tough matchup, but it's Patrick Mahomes. He's been a little bit of a disappointment this year, uh, but Mm -hmm. I I think he's just that caliber player where you start him. Unless you have Tannehill, I think Tannehill you start over Mahomes, but I don't think a lot of people have that option. Yeah, Tannehill or Jackson, the only two. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, Tyreek Hill, he has a tough matchup, but it's Tyreek Hill. Uh, His Twitter handle is faster than Yahoo. So, and I think that holds true. He is faster yeah. than Yah. So, Chris Harris, who I think, is, uh, it's anybody. It's Yah. It's whoever he matches up against. It's Yah. Yeah. He is faster. 
he's faster than yeah starting Tyreek Hill I'm still expecting big things even in a tough matchup no other receiver I feel comfortable with somebody's gonna have a big game don't know who it is but I can tell you who it's not Sammy Watkins Sammy Watkins yeah (laughs) David Watkins, he shouldn't even be on like in your in your squad, man. He has made so much money being a bad wide receiver. Don't 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 even have him on your team. Have like a blow up doll as a wide receiver. He's done. It's one good game, and then he just disappears for the rest of the season. Gets everyone's hopes up, and everyone just goes, "Oh, maybe it'll be this week that'll do good." Yeah. What was it like two weeks ago where you were like every 12 weeks, Sammy Watkins is, has a good week. Yeah. He's a groundhog. Yeah. He shows up once a year. He doesn't do it. He just doesn't do it. Doesn't no do Sammy it. Watkins. I wouldn't co- be comfortable starting any of the receivers, Miko Hardman, none of that. Um, just Hill and Kelsey. When it comes to the run game uh, for the chiefs, you know, the Broncos, they're tough through the air. However, they're beatable on the ground. Uh, when I say beatable, very beatable. They are a very generous rush defense. Uh, 21st in the NFL. They give up yards and touchdowns on the ground. However, with the Chiefs, it is a mess at running back. Is it McCoy? Is it Williams? Is it the other Williams? Spencer Ware. Is it Spencer Ware, who has a history with the team? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not excited about any of these options. I'm not starting any of them. You know, I'm, I, not, I'm not touching them. Yeah, I, I'm not either. I'm glad you said it, so yeah, I did not have to. Ugly. It's going to be an ugly split between all of them. Uh, you're starting Travis Kelsey. He is wide receiver one. <laughs> well, I think he's a wide receiver he one. He could be a wide receiver one. one, yeah. He got a rushing touchdown last week, too, so RB1. These two teams, Andrew, who are you taking? Um, I still got... Uh, as, oh. That's, that's kind of um, how I feel, too. It's it's at Arrowhead. I uh, I go with the home team here. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, in, so. I thought there could be an upset here, uh, but Arrowhead mm-hmm. is a different beast. The Give loudest me stadium, the Chiefs. That's the loudest stadium. I think we both really wanted to pick the Broncos there, but we just we did. We did. We just couldn't. So yep. Respect for the Broncos, though. They really turned their yeah. season around. So they're putting up a fight. Yeah, I it's do awful. want to give give credit where credit's due. Elway, you might have a job for another year. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Detroit Lions. Oh, boy. This Buccaneers team. I just love the Buccaneers. Bruce Arians is my favorite coach. Andrew, do you have a favorite coach? Do I have a favorite? Uh, I I like Andrew Reid a lot, but Bruce Arians is up there. Basic answer. God worst well i think a more a more basic answer is like pete carroll or like bill belichick or mcveigh or something Mm. but i i like i like andy reed um a lot but he's i mean arians is up there he just because he throws the ball a lot not him specifically (laughs) but have you seen the movie a star is born i've not isn't that lady gaga it is Lady Gaga. Okay. Uh, and it's all about a star who is born. What? Bruce Arians is just a, a kingmaker. He gets yeah. it done. His star he created is Chris Godwin. Uh, he has looked phenomenal in this offense. He is the second overall wide receiver in fantasy football this season. And now he's the number one on his team. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. I think the only thing holding him back was having to share targets with Evans. But yeah. 
you know, Chris Godwin, I think, is a locked and loaded top five receiver this week um, with number one upside. We've seen it, uh, and we've seen it a lot this season. Other than Godwin, I'm not starting O.J. Howard. I no. am not starting no. any other receiver. No Cameron Bright. Uh, this Lions defense is atrocious. So both against the rush and the pass. Yeah. Jameis Winston, I think, is a reasonable stream this week. He's going to throw two or three interceptions, but he's also going to crush it like he did last week. I got Winston last you week. got destroyed last week by Winston. Yeah, and Brown on the same. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, should Ian. I, should I read uh, <laughs> Winston's stats here from last game? 456 yards. That's a lot. Uh, four TDs and three interceptions. That's the most Winston numbers that you can put up. Yeah, uh, through 45 attempts, completed 33 of them. So that's I feel like that we can expect a game kind of like that here against this oh terrible. My, shut Lions. up! No, he's not. Yeah. He's not going to do anything. It's not going to be. He's here, not going to throw yeah. 400, but I think he can. Here's my prediction. By one. Over 300 yards, three yeah. touchdowns, two interceptions. Two interceptions. That's Boom. exactly. That's yeah. a QB one performance. He is yep. a solid stream. He's going to be a top ten quarterback this week. Yep. Uh, and it's going to be annoying because I get to play James Winston this week. <laughs> play against him. Can't. Yep. Yep. Is that um, what I said? No, you said oh. you get to play him. So oh. it wasn't clear no. if you were against him. I get him. to play against him. Yes. So I'm terrified. Yeah, he's one of those players you just don't like going up against. Yeah. Uh, and I can tell you from experience. But as it's far as receiving fun. options, people are going to get numbers. The only one you can be for sure is Chris Godwin. Yep. Uh, when it comes to running backs, this is a gross carousel. Um, if I had to choose one, I'm picking Rojo, Ronald Jones. Yep. Now, unfortunately, we have seen Peyton Barber be very involved, but this Detroit Lions team is bad against the rush and especially mm-hmm. the pass, but there's going to be points to be had on the ground game. So if I have to choose one of them, I'm choosing Ronald Jones, and I think yeah. he is a serviceable flex this week. Me too. Me too. No Peyton Barber, though. Not no, no Peyton Barber. No, thank you. Uh, over to the Detroit Lions side of the ball. Not much. No, <laughs> there's, there's not much going one on player now kenny g kenny the galladay uh and i think honestly that that's it Bo scarborough's questionable with a rib injury and he hasn't been all that great but he's been heavily no. involved but this buccaneers bright spot is they're the best team in the nfl against running backs so mm-hmm. really it's only kenny galladay yeah and it should be if if it's going to be Ty Johnson and JD McKissick with the split. Uh, I would not even pick up either of them. Um, I just don't think, I mean, McKissick, if you had to get one, but I would not start either of them, like you said, against yeah. the best rushing defense. But uh, Buccaneers have a very exploitable passing defense. They're the 31st best. So basically, the second worst passing defense in the league. So I think that this could be Galladay's breakout game. Yeah, certainly could be. Um, it's the Galladay season, as one would say. But it not that Galladay was in question on if you should start him or not. But. So you're saying he's going to have a Galladay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as much as I hate to answer to that joke, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be a good game. Kenny Galladay is going to have... <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just pick our winners and move on. Give me the Buccaneers. Give me the Bucks. Next up, we have the Browns versus the Cardinals, starting with the Browns side of the ball. Nick Chubb, you're starting. Kareem Hunt, 
is a start. solid starter this week. I yes. like him quite a bit against this Absolutely. pitiful Cardinals defense. The rushing defense is 24th best. Passing defense is the worst in the NFL. That is wow. bad. That is is the- there a worse defense than the Cardinals? I just said they're 32nd best, Andrew. Is there a worse defense? Well, than you said 32nd 30 in passing. In passing oh, defense, I'm saying overall. <laughs> overall. Is there a worse just overall defense? Because I don't think there is. No, no, I don't I don't think yeah. there is either. So I just start everyone. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Um yeah, you're starting Baker. I think Baker is a fine stream this week. Yeah, uh, he does have true. a hand injury, but I think he can throw with his non-dominant hand and still have a good day. Yeah, um, yeah no, you're starting Jarvis Landry with huge amount of confidence. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has not been great dealing with a sports hernia injury. However, I think he can start him this week. You know, I think his yeah. floor is going to be 50 yards, and you all know what Odell Beckham Jr.'s ceiling is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninjoku is... Controversy. Controversy dealing with him, but... Yeah, yeah, but that's that's off the field, so we won't get into that. Ninjoku is not someone I'm looking at starting this week. Um, He he's playing injured, so even if he does play, I'm not that interested. I'd rather have Mm -hmm. the other options, and I think there's better streams. Yep. Yeah, starting everybody honestly, except the tight end. Yeah. Boom. Systems go. That was easy. Over to the Cardinals side of the ball. Christian Kirk is questionable with an ankle injury. I'm not starting him. Uh. David Johnson, no. <laughs> Couldn't even get through it. Couldn't even say it. The yeah, Browns' rushing yeah. defense is not good. Uh, no. Their passing defense is solid, but their rushing defense is, is not great. So I think Kenyon Drake is a uh, running back three this week. Yeah. You know, we, this Cardinals offense is, I think, just stuck in a rut, and I think Kyler Murray is going to struggle here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would look for other options with uh, instead of Kyler Murray. I would. Definitely pick a pick a Tannehill or Mayfield over that. Yeah, over yeah. That. Uh, I think Drake is the only person I would start. Yep, I agree there. These two teams give me the Browns. Browns as well. Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the nice. Oakland Raiders. Starting with the Jaguars, DJ Chark nice. is questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, you know, unfortunately, if he's not playing. You're not playing him. Uh, uh, and that also affects Minshew Magic. I, I'm i skeptical with what's going to happen. Um, if DJ Chark plays, you know, I, I think you have to play him. Yeah. You know, no this doubt. Oakland Raiders defense is awful against the pass. They've just been getting just destroyed these past couple weeks. So I'm starting Westbrook. Uh, I'm starting Chark if he's playing. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Nobody else I'd want to throw a dart at. Uh, I don't want their tight end. And you're starting Fournette, so it's yeah. pretty straightforward. Pretty good. Yeah. I, and I think Minshew is a f- serviceable stream this week. He you is. know, I like Minshew more than Wentz. I I would start Minshew over Rodgers. Yeah, I would start Minshew over Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah, by a um, lot. Yeah, going up against the 28th best passing defense in the league in the Raiders. So yeah. Um. That sums up the Jaguars. This is, getting, this is getting easy. Oakland Raiders. Josh Jacobs is probable to play with his fractured shoulder. Obviously, keep a really close eye on this. Uh, John uh, Gruden said he is expecting him, uh, Josh Jacobs to play this week. So if he's playing, I am playing him. Definitely starting, yeah. Yeah, Darren Waller, you're starting. The Jaguars' rushing defense is atrocious. Uh, yeah. 
they've over the past couple weeks they have been the worst in the NFL. It's them and the Panthers are just getting destroyed. So mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, I'm I'm hoping is able to be effective because he should yeah. eat. Their passing defense healthy. is much more solid. Um, but I'm starting Waller. But other than Waller, I don't think there's a wide receiver I want to play. I don't want to play Tyrell Williams. Ugh, as just... much as it hurts, I've officially dropped Tyrell Williams in my league. Yeah, so. I think you're a couple weeks too late, my man. A couple weeks too late because I still had a little faith in him. But yeah, it's um, he just isn't doing it anymore. So yeah, yeah, no Tyrell. Boom. That was quick. Yeah. Easy. Wow. These past couple games have been pretty easy to dissect. Yep. These two teams. I'm See, I'm struggling with this one. This is a hard one because yeah, I know it, I'm not. It, Give me the Jaguar. It, oh, yeah. fudge, man. These are two <laughs> teams that really have given up on the year. It would be easier if I knew if Josh Jacobs was playing. Or not. <sighs> Give me the Raiders. You're going to the Raiders. I'm going the Raiders. Oh, this Jacksonville team doesn't want to play. You know what? I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going against my Oakland Raiders here. And I, I hate the Raiders, and that hurts me. But Yeah, and I want to cheer for the Raiders, and that hurts me. Is so, that home for the Raiders? It is. I think is this, yeah. this Jaguars team just doesn't want to play football th- I think the rest they of this year. I think they can do it. So, Brandon, right. well, tiebreaker. Um, I am sticking to what I said a few weeks ago. Uh, I think the the Raiders are going to choke against the Jaguars. Uh, so he did say that a couple weeks ago. He did say that a couple weeks ago. I was hyped up about the Raiders, uh, <laughs> about how they can make playoffs, and then Brendan goes, "They're going to choke against like later in the year, like week fifteen against the Jaguars." Wow, so, way to go! I forgot about that. Holy cow! I'm sticking with it. I think the Jaguars are going to win this one. Um, there you go, man. A little extra thing that might be in my favor is this is a cross-country trip for the Jaguars. Eh. Uh, and historically, teams that travel across the country perform a little less well than expected. Nah, Jaguars have traveled to London, so they're good enough. Okay. Be uh, okay. Next up, we have the Vikings taking on the Chargers. Vikings. Adam Thielen is probable to play with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. I am not playing him. Uh, no. In the semifinals, nope. he, he could have a huge game. I mean, unfortunately, it's Adam Thielen. He's a stud. But yeah. he hurt us this year earlier, and I'm not going to play that game in the semifinals. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it with Thielen because, again, he can just injure himself in the first play, and then he's out for two more weeks. So I would, if you have a better option, please just wait and see what happens this game with Thielen. And then hopefully move on, and you can play him in the final. But. Yeah, if yeah, Thielen is out, it. I love Kyle Rudolph. If oh, Thielen too, is man. in, I'm not interested in Rudolph. Uh, the Chargers have a really good pass defense. Uh, they're yeah. fourth best in the NFL. Um, Stephon Diggs, if Thielen does not play, I don't like. Uh, I don't no. like Stephon Diggs in the first place, uh, but especially against Casey Hayward. It's a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup, and Diggs has been pretty inconsistent. Uh, throughout the season, so when you put him up against a uh, cornerback like Casey Hayward, uh, it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, and so, if anybody could do it, it would be Stephon Diggs. Um, mm-hmm. But I think your range of outcomes is twenty yards to one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. However, yeah. I think he's much closer to the twenty yards <laughs> than he is a blow up game and this week. It really does all depend if Thielen plays, because if Thielen plays, then that drops Diggs' value way down. And unfortunately, we don't know if he's going to play yet until the you know, day of. Yeah, so. I think regardless, I'm sitting I'm sitting Thielen yep. and I'm sitting Diggs. Yep, 
I agree there. And then Kyle Rudolph, if Thielen uh, plays, I would bench Rudolph. If Thielen doesn't play, I would start Rudolph. It will be the Cook show as usual for the Vikings. I am not streaming uh, Captain Kirk. I agree there. Over to the Chargers side of the ball. This is a a solid Vikings defense. Um, However, I'm starting Eckler. I'm starting Gordon. I'm Mm -hmm. starting Allen. Yep. And I'd be, I'm flexing Mike Williams this week. You're flexing Mike. I would also toss in Hunter Henry as well. Yes. Hunter Henry, I think is a strong tight end play. As weird to say, it's all systems go. It's all systems go for the, for the chargers. I mean, uh, the only thing going for the Vikings that Xavier Rhodes is injured. So then we probably won't be starting him. So that actually boosts up our passing defense a little bit, but um yeah you see all systems go however uh, i would not start philip rivers oh yeah yeah you're right you're right i won't uh, you know philip rivers just hasn't been fantasy relevant in my brain for like more than five years yeah Yeah. so i think eckler is gonna be the best i think he's gonna be the shining star on this team but uh everyone's still gonna put up some some big numbers so yeah the thing is i don't expect you know philip rivers to have a huge day um however when i look at each of these fantasy options i really like their their chances but yep. i don't think everybody's going to be able to do it so <laughs> we'll see hopefully they can um that just comes down to if philip rivers can ball out this can be a, a huge scoring game so yeah fingers crossed right. rivers i hope you show up my man uh you don't need to you can take a break <laughs> chill out a little bit uh next up oh i guess we have to pick we gotta pick and you know i'm going with my minnesota vikings so Give me the L.A. Chargers. Spark up, my man. Spark up. Spark up. Is that their motto? Do they really say that? (laughs) I don't think they do, but they they should. Plug us in because we're the Chargers. Don't say plug us in. That's terrible. (laughs) I'll plug into you, my man. Oh, geez. What is that even? Yeah, that's 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 way worse. (laughs) Uh, Brendan, tiebreaker fork in me. Vikings. Vikings, there you go. Look at that. One one word. One word. See, Andrew, some of us like to have fun. You pick the Packers to win. I pick the Chargers. You know what? Yeah, well, because I think the Packers are going to win. That's that's where you fall short. And you think the Chargers are going to win. Football's about I'm not going to pick a different team just because I'm rooting against the Packers. Football is about fun. And you're... You're letting your brain do too much work for you. I'm looking forward to watching the Chargers beat the Vikings. I'm looking forward to a good game. That's what I want. I want a good game. Uh, Next up, we have the LA Rams taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Andrew, be a deer. Break down this Dallas Cowboys offense. Be a deer. Be a deer. Uh, So they're coming off a pretty rough game losing to the Chicago Bears. I mean, that's that's really got to hurt your pride losing to the Bears. Um, I would... Obviously, start Elliott. He actually had a really good game last week. Um, I would still start Dak, even though the Rams have a very good passing defense and they have a good rushing defense. So I won't expect very big numbers for the Cowboys. Um, this is really just start your studs. I like Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup as well. But it's it's going to be a tough matchup, so don't expect you know a, a game winner, a league winner here. But it's pretty simple. Start your studs. Yeah, I I don't like Dak as much. I do not think Dak is a start. Um, you know, we've seen him struggle. He's, he's low end. Uh, and this this is a really good Rams defense. So yeah. I'd be looking at other options uh, over Dak Prescott. 
I would have him kind of right around the whole Minshew magic area. Yeah, I, I there's a lot of quarterbacks I'd like better than him. Uh, Tannehill, Winston, I Can like you say better. Tannehill one more time. Listen, if we I can't do a I'm drinking so game, excited people him. cannot yeah. listen to this and drive. Let's create a die. Drink. Let's create a drinking game. Every time I say Tannehill, uh, every time you make a joke about the Vikings choking. Ooh, yeah, it's, that's already That'd dangerous. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with most of your Dallas Cowboy analysis. Um, you know, Cooper, I'm staying away it's from tough. You know, I I get it's tough. I think if you have Cooper, you have to start him. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. But I think yep. Jalen I think Jalen Ramsey wins this one. Yeah. He is showing more cracks than I expected, uh, but I think he's learning a new system. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I'd start Cooper. I would feel awful about it, but I would. I would much rather get burned by starting him than see him blow up on my bench. Yeah. So I'm I, starting Cooper, starting Gallup. I think I like Gallup more than Cooper. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you there. I agree. Yep. Uh, Jason Witten, no, thank you. Zeke no. Elliott, he's a he's a stud. You start him no matter what. Uh, but yeah, Dak, Dak, I'm pretty low on this week. Over yep. to the Rams side of the ball. I love Todd Gurley this week. I think okay. they're going to continue to feed him. This O-line is getting better and better. They they yeah. really are shifting things around to to really get this run game going. I think Todd Gurley is a top 10 running back this week. I agree. You know, we've seen this Cowboys team just choke and choke and choke. We keep seeing it. It's yeah. not stopping. Um, it's like they're choking and no one's willing to help. No one's giving them the Heimlich. They're just going to pass out and die and drop out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think Goff is going to have more time to throw this week. So I do really like Cooper Cup a lot as normal. Uh, but I also think Robert Woods is a fine flex this week. Uh, I think he's a wide receiver yeah. three flex yep. mix. He's really shown up a lot recently, uh, I think, because his O-line is getting better. They're on the Rams offensive line. At the beginning of the year, there are six players that were starters that are no longer starters. So they, wow. they are That's- really really changing this around they're going through different people they're really trying to make a patchwork team here um but yeah no i've been encouraged by what they've been doing i think sean Mm mcveigh is doing what he can yeah no i figuring things out yeah no i in summation woods go cup go girly go and higby higby i think he has a big opportunity again this week andrew you're the resident higby truther let yeah. me know what you think. Yeah, so I'm actually starting Higby over Mark Andrews due to Mark Andrews being questionable and playing early. Uh, Man, you're going to look week. so stupid if uh, I know. he ends up if balling Mark Andrews, out. If Mark Andrews scores a touchdown, it's a risk. But, uh, yeah, Higby, he's been insane for the last two weeks. He's got, like, combined 223 yards uh, in the last two weeks. Everett could be out again. Um and Cowboys aren't the best against tight ends. So they they give up on average like 13 points against tight ends uh, per game. So that's huge. I would so like I'm to point ahead. out, I would start yeah. Mark Andrews over Tyler over Higby. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? Because the game's already on. I know, I'm just saying. I want no. credit for that after Mark Andrews has a big day against the Go Jets. It. It's good that you're saying that like early on <clears> when the game just started. That's true. That's true. I would I would laugh if like Mark Andrews just scored a touchdown and then said, <laughs> then I think they could have it. a good game. But no. They have to score a touchdown. Also, Lamar Jackson just broke the record. 
for the rushing yards by quarterback. So nice. Uh, these two teams cool. give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. Yeah, they're just playing. Ram hot. lamb. Next up, we have the Falcons versus the 49ers. This would be an interesting wow. one. Um, yeah. 49ers are a dominant defense. Um, you know, their rushing they defense has been vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the passing defense is elite. Uh, I'm trying to think. Devontae Freeman, he's injured. Even if he does play, I'm not starting him. I don't trust no. him. I don't trust this offense. Julio Jones is battling an injury. He, I, I'm trying to think the last time he scored a touchdown. I think it's been... Oh, it's been a minute. It's been like eight weeks. Yeah, I'm a Jones owner as well. So yeah, it's it's, it's been, been a rough ride. Uh, I don't expect him to have a good day at all. Um, he's one of those. Do I wow. get cute and bench him? Um, but I'm starting him. It's Julio Jones. Yeah. You start him. Calvin I figured Ridley, out when he scored a touchdown last. When was it? Last time he scored a touchdown was against the Indianapolis Colts in Week Three. Oof. Yeah, that's that's gross. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm starting Julio Jones. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get cute about it. But if you want to start somebody, if you want to start AJ Brown over Julio Jones, I, I can't blame you. You know, I, I think yeah. there's there's a very good case to be made. This is going to come down to starting your studs, and that's the philosophy uh, I would adhere to. Calvin mm-hmm. Ridley, I'm sitting. Uh, well, he's out. He's out for the season now. Oh my so, gosh. Yep. I'm just out dumb. for the season with the ab- abdomen injury. So, so I would really sit him. Sit him. Yep. Yeah, you should definitely sit him there. Uh, but I feel like that kind of hurts Julio Jones. Yeah, I think it does too. Like you really can focus mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, I, I'm not starting. I'm, I'm I'm actually not starting a single Falcons player. Well, Hooper is likely to come back this week. Uh, I still That's wouldn't. The I still wouldn't play Hooper. Still won't play Hooper. I'd bench Hooper. This 49ers defense is oh, wait, solid he was, against he the pass. I forgot he played last week. He was Hooper? back last. Yeah, week, Hooper so. played yep. last week. Yeah, thirty-two receiving yards. So yeah, no, I'm I'm sitting everybody. I'm not starting a yep. single Falcon. Over to the 49ers side of the ball. Raheem Mostert has balled out the last couple of weeks, and Kyle Shanahan has acknowledged he has earned a starting role. Yeah. He is the lead back for Better. this offense. He's immediately an RB two uh, with the potential yeah. for more. Uh, I'm starting Mostert this week. I think he is a must start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think even Burita. I think Burita is on the flex radar. I think he should have some opportunities. He looked good in his return from injury last he week. Did. Yeah. Yep. I like those two as well. No one else, no Tevin Coleman, none of that. But Burita is a little lower end flex for me, but just above desperation. Yep. Just because most of it's getting most of the carries. Uh, Kittle starting with confidence. Oh, yeah, it's such a good game oh, last man. week. Yeah, you're starting to drool a little bit. It, 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 that one play where <laughs> it, there was like four <laughs> stains on him, and yeah, he no, was getting man. yanked on the face mask, and he just shoves him out. Oh, yeah. It's just awesome. He is a grown man. Uh, yeah. And when it comes to receivers, uh, you're starting Sanders. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Debo Samuel? I would think about starting him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I say start him. <laughs> I love the confidence. I'm trying to, th- uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what more to say, yeah, but I think, I think that Debo's he's a strong flex. Enough. You know, he's yeah. strung together, uh, I think four or five really nice games. You know, we've uh-huh. really seen Debo Samuel turn a corner. He's involved, uh, and I think he has a big day. I think Jimmy G is finally putting things together. I'm yep. starting Sanders over Debo, but I think Debo is still a worthwhile start. 
I agree. Uh, here's a question. Okay. Stream Garoppolo. Yes. Are you in or out? Okay. I'm in. Too. This Falcons team has a terrible pass defense, 24th in the NFL against the pass. They're exploitable. And Jimmy G has been, <laughs> he is as good at football recently as he is good looking. So he is a lock and loaded start. Back to the drinking game. Everyone take a drink. <laughs> Brian talked about how good Jimmy G looks. First off, that is just factual. I mean, it's it's objective. He, he's just a handsome <laughs> individual. Um, oh, we got, I got so many ideas for this drinking game. Every time I make a joke and no one laughs. Oh, it's another one. Yeah, that one's that it happens a lot. Fun. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, so we have to pick winners. Uh, I'm taking the 49ers, 49ers and I'm feeling yeah. pretty darn good about it. Yep. All right. The next game we have is the Buffalo Bills taking on the Steelers. I am very concerned for this Buffalo Bills team. Josh Allen was hurt last week. Uh, He is expected to play and expected to play to a high degree. However, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, their pass defense is third best in the NFL, and they are shutting people down. I am not starting Josh Allen. I'm not starting John Brown. I don't think he has... Uh, a week I would hope for. I'm not starting anybody. I'm not starting Singletary. Obviously yeah, I not don't Gore. I think you shut Singletary. down all the Bills in this playoff week, even Beasley. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only... Well, no, I would start Beasley. <laughs> you would start I Beasley. I would flex Beasley. Can you make your argument, please? It's solely based on emotion. So wow, there's not you. much argument to be made. Yep. I think if I had to make an argument, I would say all I most of the eyes would be on John Brown, um, and I think Beasley could get a nice twenty yards and a touchdown. So, bravo, sir, bravo. I, just I don't know what what it is about Beasley, but I just that guy's amazing. So mm. I think he could still put up numbers. He's been doing great. Yeah. He's been playing great. He's more consistent than John Brown. Uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, over on the Steelers side of the ball, we are still being led by Delvin Hodges, uh, affectionately referred to as Duck. James Conner is expected to play. He's been a full participant in practice, and we are fully expecting him to play. Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. up until today, was fully was a full full participant expected to play. He did have a setback earlier today on Thursday. Keep an eye on it. If he plays, uh, I'm still not starting him because he'd be going against Tredavious White. Um, And the Bills have a really good pass defense. Um, You know, the Bills have the third best pass defense and the Steelers have the fifth best. Yeah, I I think you're starting Juju even if he plays. Um, I'd be starting James Conner. This Bills defense is getting worse and worse against the run. So I'm starting Conner if and when he plays. I think that's, that's it. it. <laughs> I, I think I think Snell. Crazy. I don't think he's relevant. No, anymore. shut up. No, no more Snell. You can what? drop him. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> you weren't agreeing strongly enough. I, I wasn't agreeing quickly enough. Yes. Uh, yeah. Snell. No. Um, Jan Samuels. No. Yeah. Those guys are both droppable. Yeah, they're done. Vance McDonald. Still no. Yeah. Concussion protocol. Every week, it's just no. Yep. It makes it easy. Um, These yeah, two teams. It. You know what? This is tough. Even though the Bills are America's team, give me yeah. the Steelers. Give me the Bills. Oh, wow. That feels give gross. Me the, give me the Bills. Uh, 
uh, it, this one's a tough one. I don't, the Steelers I don't like get the wins, but they're oh, ugly wins. I don't like choosing against the Bills. That's a terrible feeling. Hey, it was like me choosing against the Raiders. The Buffalo Beasleys. Yeah, I'm, I just if Beasley gets a touchdown, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> uh, and if I pick the Steelers and the Bills, like if Cole Beasley gets a touchdown and I pick the Steelers, I'm never gonna forgive myself. So. Awesome story. Next yeah. up, we have oh, the yeah. Indianapolis. Wait, wait, tiebreaker. Oh, tie that's breaker. right. I I don't feel good about this one at all. Um, but I I'm gonna go with the Bills for this one. Yeah, Man, Brendan, go. we have let's you go. agreed with me wait, today? We're not a, no, he has no. no, no, he yeah, has no I, I think it was one game actually. I don't. Nope. Really? All right. Never I'm mind. Lo- I'm looking at all the games. Never you mind. You picked Jaguars dude. with me. You picked the Eagles with me. You picked the Titans with me. Yeah. yeah. We're it's like I'm right or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like I'm right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, that's yeah. what it is. If anything, Brendan's confidence in you makes me feel all that more strong. No. Hey, fair point. <laughs> Next up we have the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> taking on like the that. New Orleans Saints. This Colts team, it just ugh, it's, it's sad. It's not bad. They're it okay. is bad. No, Marlon Mack, you know, he's battling injuries are you expecting marlon mack to play this week i mean even if he does i don't feel comfortable starting him (laughs) i guess it it really doesn't matter yeah yeah that makes it easy t.y hilton not expected to play zach pascal would be the wide receiver one uh but i'm not starting him Uh, i think he's a desperation play but you'd have to be pretty darn desperate to start uh, Desperation Pascal. is a very good spot to put him. I mean, even though it's on paper, the Saints have the 20th best passing defense. I think they're better than that. Uh, this Saints team is just scary. It's scary. It, when you're going up against the Saints, I don't have any confidence in you. So, yeah. yeah. Except, uh, Doyle, maybe. But I think Doyle is the only player that I could argue starting. Yeah, I'm not starting Brissett. Uh, I'm not starting Mac or whatever running nope. back they throw out there. I'm not starting Pascal. It is Doyle, nope. and that is it. Is it? Yep. Over on the Saints side of the ball, you're starting Kamara, even though the Colts have a pretty solid rush defense. They're eighth best in the NFL. Yeah, Starting He's Kamara, um, starting Michael Thomas, and you're not overthinking it. Mm-hmm. Would you start Drew Brees? Yeah. No, why not? Why not? They're going up against the Colts defense, twenty second best passing defense in the league, uh, and they're at home. And they're yeah, they're in the Superdome, which is insane. Breeze threw five TDs last game against the 49ers, who have definitely definitely have a better passing defense than the Colts do. Um, I don't expect the same numbers that Breeze got last week, but I expect enough to make you happy with his performance. Yeah, rock on! I'm right there with you. I think he's going to be a, a top eight quarterback this week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to need to throw the ball too much, but when he does, it's going to be great. Yeah, well, easy peasy. These two teams give me the Saints. Give me the Saints, yeah. I just, It's just ridiculous if you pick the Colts. So. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we will break into our semifinal yays and nays of the week, starting with the nays. Let's do it this way. Ooh, mixing it up. Switching Let's go. My first nay of the day is Julio Jones versus San Francisco. Eight straight games with no touchdown, limited in practice due to his shoulder injury and a terrifying 49er defense. Yep. Julio Jones, if you sit him, I do not blame you whatsoever. 
I am expecting a much less than stellar day from Julio Jones. Nice. Uh, I'm going with Josh Allen as my first nay. Um, I it, as much as I picked the Bills to win, uh, I don't think it's going to be a pretty win though. Um, we saw last week what Josh Allen uh, does against amazing defenses. Put up 146 yards on a touchdown. Uh, Steelers are, I would say, just as good in the passing defense as the Ravens are. Um, so yeah, I I don't have that much faith in Josh Allen this week. Yeah, and I have Josh Allen as one of mine as well. So I will lead into my final nay is John Brown versus Pittsburgh, the exact same game. Uh, I expect Josh Allen to struggle as you do, uh, and he's mm-hmm. going to get crushed by the rate. He got crushed by the Ravens last week against the Blitz. They blitzed him like no one else has this season. Pittsburgh, I expect, will do the same exact thing. Uh, Pittsburgh has been very blitz happy. And after seeing the success of the Ravens last week, I think they're going to replicate that. Uh, Pittsburgh is elite against wide receivers as well. Brown has been cooling off quite a bit, and I think he continues it this week. Beasley will be the best uh, wide receiver. Um, Yeah, it could be. So so my final two, uh, one's a pretty quick one. It's kind of a cop-out. It's Tyler Boyd going up against – Going up against the Patriots, so that's a that's a given. Stephon yeah. Gilmore, the yeah. lack of receivers. Nice. So good one. Don't need a don't need to really speak too much Way about to take that. Take a chance. You ready for this one? Are you ready for this chance? Yeah. Sony Michelle. Wow. Look at you, Mister Put All Out There. Michelle. Sony Michelle versus Cincinnati Bengals. This should be a good matchup against the worst rushing defense in the league. Um, but here's a here's a cool stat. Thanks to NFL.com. Um, Sonny Michelle has scored eight and a half or fewer points in the last six straight games when he splits touches with James White and Rex Burkhead. He's aver- averaged fewer than six fantasy points when Burkhead has been active. So Burkhead is active this week. I don't think Sonny Michelle is going to get enough touches to do anything with the ball. Yeah, that is a valid case to be made. Mm-hmm. So moving over to our yays of the week, I did something a little differently. Uh, since this Uh-oh. is semifinals, what I did is I did two safe plays and two wild card dart throws. So two safe plays. You know, we are in playoffs. Here's two players I think you can feel really good about being in your lineup. Starting with Allen Robinson versus Green Bay. Four touchdowns yeah. in the last three weeks. He is on fire. Trubisky looks every bit the quarterback I thought he was going to be going into the season. He is looking deadly uh, and everybody knows the Packers fall apart against playmakers. Mm-hmm. I think Robinson's going to be able to get it done. I think he's clutch and I think he's going to have a really good day against the green Bay Packers. There you go. Well, I'll stick with a quarterback here. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Just, Not even a joke. Here's uh, why I keep God. putting Ryan Tannehill in the A's. He's still owned in less than 50% of the leagues. Until I see that number go up, I'm going to keep telling you to pick him up and start him. That's the, free, been, that's the free space and a bingo card. It's the free space, and I'll take it, too. I'll take it. He's, he's amazing. He's put up like an average of like 18 points. He's killing it. He's, it's going to be a shootout in Texas. Um, I think it's going to be just a great game for Tannehill. I, don't, we've, I talk about him a lot, so I don't need to really say too much. <laughs> Yeah, you certainly. Yeah, what have. haven't I said? What haven't I said about him? 
So my next safe player is Kareem Hunt versus Arizona. Kareem Hunt was drafted as a backup uh, for your team. And, you know, in the hopes that when he came back, he'd be effective. And he has proven he is still a very good player. He is a free agent uh, after this season. So he is pretty much auditioning for a new team. And I think that'll be pretty, pretty prevalent in this game. I do expect Mm -hmm. him to crush this Cardinals defense. He is a second fiddle in this offense, but he is a Stravadarius. Nice. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's if I'm not, please word. don't judge me. It is a famous, famous violin-making company, Stravidarius. Oh, yeah, I had no idea what that meant. He's heavily involved, um, and I expect them to march on this Cardinals team. Uh, I think mm-hmm. they are just going to demolish them. We said start all your Browns. I think you can start Kareem Hunt uh, confidently. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Philip Lindsay against Kansas City Chiefs. So... Uh, the Chiefs have given up, given up the seven. I cannot talk. Chiefs have given up the second most fantasy points to running backs this season. I think Philip Lindsay could have a field day. Uh, he kind of got unlucky last week. He had a touchdown, but it got called back due to a penalty. So that's why his stats didn't look as good as it should have been. Um, but I think that Philip Lindsay can have a field day against the team that's given up the most scrimmage yards per game to a running back. So nice. So my final two yays. You got two? They are kind of Hail Marys. You're in the playoffs, and you need just somebody to strike fear into the heart of your opponent. Okay. Here's two players that I think can be the dagger in the heart of your opponent. Number one, my wild card. These are my Andrew Tobias wild cards of the week. Wolf Fuller versus Tennessee. Oh, no. If if no. he is active, Watson will need him to keep up against the high-flying divisional foe. Tennessee is 17th against wide receivers, which means they are beatable. They're going to focus on Hopkins as they should. However, we have seen Fuller go off on teams. If he's healthy, one they need him, he's going to kill it. No. No, I I disagree strongly there. You're entitled but, to your opinion, my friend. Yeah. Uh, my final yay is Michael Gallup versus the LA Rams. So we quickly talked about that. Amari Cooper is getting matched up against Jalen Ramsey. That's going to be a really tough matchup for him. Uh, so I think Dak will have to look towards other people like Gallup because, I mean, he's not going to throw to Jason Witten. At least hopefully he doesn't do much. But I like Gallup. I think he's a high-end flex, and uh, I think that – he can get hopefully a hundred plus yards. And my final Andrew Tobias wild card pick of the yeah. week is AJ Brown versus Houston in the there same I'll, game. I will accept that one. What I would be afraid of is going up against Will Fuller and AJ Brown. AJ Brown, he's been on fire. You know, we've mm. seen his game breaking ability, especially last week. I was a victim of it. Houston has given up the eighth most touchdowns this season to wide receivers, and they got torched by Drew Locke last week. I do think A.J. Brown and Tannehill are better than Drew Locke. Uh, Maybe not Sutton, but definitely Drew Locke. I think he's going to have a huge game. This is going to be a high-flying game. I think this Mm -hmm. is going to be – I'm not promising this. I think this could be the highest-scoring game of the year. 
I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah, I, I'm expecting big things. These teams know each other very well, don't like each other very much. Sparks will fly. AJ Brown will fuller. Mark my words. Yeah. Well, Andrew, that wraps up our week 15 preview. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody, good luck in your semifinal matchups. We look forward to helping you in the championships. Thank you all so much for listening. If we can please request a service in return, we love doing this to help people uh, win their lineups. And, and we just love talking about fantasy football. If you would like to support the podcast, uh, please, on whatever platform you're using to listen, uh, write a review, leave us a rating. That goes a very long way in reaching a, a bigger audience and being able to help and distract more people. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening. Good luck in week 15. We look forward to recapping it with you next week.